Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks is brought to you by two kinky poly babes on a mission to make sure you can be well-informed before diving into all things kink, dating, sex, and non-monogamy. We want to make sure this content can stay free and available for everyone who needs it. And with a little help from our listeners, we can do exactly that. Consider joining our Patreon for a monthly subscription where you can have access to our behind-the-scenes content, or you can make a small donation to our Ko-fi, where you can donate as little as $2 to make a huge difference. We greatly appreciate it. Okay, ready. Welcome back. Oh, wait, sorry. Oh. Welcome back to Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks. Oh, oh uh, <sighs> you fucking bitch. Boom. I hate it here. <laughs> it's my two weeks face- Facebook face notice. Dear Mark Zuckerberg, I can no longer. <laughs> I can no longer be on Facebook. Can no longer be on Which Facebook. Which is not Facebook, so meta. Mm. Metaverse. How many times? Oh my god! I feel like this is not the metaverse? first time at the beginning of an episode that I've told you we're not in the metaverse yet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, my goodness, all of you who are watching right now, who I saw your face at the munch just last week, love it. Would love to see you again. Why don't you or two weeks ago? Will it be two weeks ago? When this? Yeah. Why did you just stare at me the whole time? Made me feel weird when I was looking. I was trying to make loving eye contact with our listeners. Oh. And watchers. I don't know. You were watching me do that. Yeah. Oh, Very voyeuristic. Oh, boy. Anyway. Yeah, by the time this drops, it is going to have been a couple weeks. weeks ago. Yes. And that means a couple weeks away from our next one. Yeah, two weeks from our next one, which is <gasps> April 8th. And everyone's going to teach me how to flirt. Yeah, we're going to work on CJ's flirting just a little bit. Not, not with our munch members, but just in general. <laughs> or if you want to be flirt, you know. Do you want to be my guinea pig? I'm going to be really pig. good at it. She's working on it. Um, She's working on it. She'll be better. It'll be okay. Ah. April 8th, you can come watch CJ flirt. Very, very fun times. Um, You can find out about the munches in our Facebook group, Freaks, yes. Kinks, and Geeks. We have a Facebook group you can join. Uh, we do have a couple of vetting questions, so just answer them, and then we'll let you in. We recently made the group private. They're very private. It has not stopped the number of people joining. I've it been, has not. It's I've been very been fun. Approving people left, right, and center all day or night. Um, And the people have been doing more introduction posts. More introductions. You can also check out our Instagram. Yeah, we're popping over there. We got stories. We got memes. We have a Twitter. We got cute selfies. We got, we'll work on that. If you find our Twitter, no, you didn't. We'll work on it. It's a project. And it is then a project. we have our Patreon and Kofi. So yeah. we need supporters. Uh, we self-fund all of this. So we're always looking for more support on that. Um, so we can upgrade some of our systems. And also goal of doing like closed captions and stuff eventually. Yes. Which costs <gasps> monties. But anyway. And to soon have a videographer who we can pay to do this and make me better on camera. Thank you. Not just me watching me. <laughs> or me. Watching her. Watch herself. So what are we doing this week? <clears throat> oh my god. Today. 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 We're doing one thing that we have only done once before, but I'm so happy we're bringing it back. We scoured the polyamory and the BDSM groups. Reddit. Facebook. And we got some posts to answer to. And we're going to give our advice. And this is, yeah, so these are going to be a mix of poly, or non-monog and BDSM. Mm-hmm. Some crossover. Mm-hmm. Some Have you guys ever seen, like, a, a post in one of those poly groups asking for help and not sure what to say to them and give it to us? 
Yeah, or if it's just like, wow, that's a flaming dumpster fire. I would love to see it. Give it to us, and we will discuss it. Um, This is truly just to help people learn and throw out different ideas and different ways of thinking. Earnestly, seriously. Not the end-all, be-all. Yeah. But, and obviously we have limited information. We can't ask Mm -hmm. follow-up. We can't ask them direct questions. So, you know, we're going off what we have. Yeah. Which is not always all the info, but... This is mostly just a learning, throwing ideas around, and that way you can hopefully do it better. Yes. Yeah. It's for you. It's for you to thrive in your relationships. And us. We actually learn from these, too. I learn nothing. She is already perfect. I'm already without fault. Obviously. Obviously. Me, lots of fault. <laughs> I would love, if we had a videographer, I'd make them do a montage of every time I always have to ask questions in the podcast because I don't know anything. <laughs> or make notes that you're never going to look at later. <laughs> I'll write that down. You know, you see it. I, the only the thing that worked was writing on my hand. I was actually Look at that. looking you at weighted blankets on Amazon after Did that. you buy one? Nope. <laughs> Why? Probably I don't. I think I got that. halfway through and then I was like, mm, I think I had to look something up and then mm-hmm. I, it. Then you fell asleep. Yeah. Did you know there are different things they put in it to weight it? Mm-hmm. I didn't. So I told you to get the glass one. The, the okay. glass beads. Okay, okay, okay. It makes it cooler. Nice. Okay. I was also like, maybe I should check some, what are the other ones do? And then yeah. I probably opened TikTok by accident. Probably. I was like, I bet I would learn best if I saw somebody on TikTok talking about it. <laughs> that checks out. And um, I didn't find the information, just to let you know. But, you know. Hey, I'll write it down right now to look up. <laughs> you know, it only maybe. said weighted blanket. I didn't put by weighted blanket, so um, maybe now. But you know what? I will tell you when I was having trouble falling asleep last night, I was like, probably wouldn't happen if I had the weighted blanket. <laughs> I had the weighted blanket with the glass beads that April recommended. Glass <laughs> beads. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, what else while I'm writing this? Because the pen being right now. Oh. No, I just put glass beads. I oh, weighted blanket. Oh, Buy it. <laughs> Buy. Okay. Weighted blanket. Okay. Thanks so yeah. much. And it's, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you what guys for attending our Amazon shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Any of you guys want one too? We should have one that has our logo on it. Okay, we'll work on that. So, like which Louis one? Vuitton. Which one are we doing first? Um, I want to start with this one. Okay. Because it's our longest, but I've summarized it perfectly. So okay. you're not going to read all that? I'm not going to read all okay. of it. I am going to read some lines of it because that's where the details okay. are. Okay. Go. I'm going to start it by saying, kind of an SOS. As my mental health is beginning to become exhausted, running in circles. Now, this is how long the post is, by the way. And I have summarized it on the side. But essentially what this person comes in to tell us is that um, person A, the person who wrote the post, and person B, who is the partner. Person A says that they had a desire for polyamory as they had uh, instances where they had been cheating in their relationship and they could never stop cheating in their relationship person a person a had been cheating had been cheating okay person a who is mentally also running in circles and is now saying that this was a result of the being poly okay you know interesting and okay. now trying to say i don't think i can be monogamous i think i am poly and i have to be poly okay and so they break up okay you know differences a and b feelings. broke up a and b break up okay a who is poly b who is monogamous okay. okay okay so then after a couple months they decide to get back together and try again, but this time with some agreements, um, which are very constrictive. But so what they do is uh, they can it, the person A has to be very open and honest about everywhere they're going. And then person B, who will stay monogamous um, and 
just roll with it. So monopoly situation. Yes. So a monopoly okay. situation. So now in this new dynamic where it's okay for that person to be poly, they're about to go out and hang out with some friends. They get an invite to go bowling. Mm-hmm. And they say, and in the spirit of transparency, per our rules, I want to let you know that it was a male who has invited me. Okay. After admitting that, uh, the mono partner starts to have an emotional reaction and freak out and start to say things like, this person only wants to fuck you and why can't you just go hang out with another female and things like this. And um, so poly person is feeling like, oh, head spinning because like they did everything that they were supposed to do technically, Mm -hmm. but it still led to this drama. So Mm -hmm. when they're trying to resolve it, her partner says, I've made my bed. Now I must lay in it. Okay. And that is the end of the post, and they're asking what what should what should they do? Insert dramatic music. Dun dun dun. Um. Okay. Cool. That was mm-hmm. cool. That was a lot. Um. I'm okay. So I'm gonna make a few assumptions, which could not be correct, but okay. We only had this info, so I'm okay. going to assume one after they broke up, and probably before they broke up, no therapy involved. Yeah. Right. That was actually one of the first things I said when I commented back on this uh, response was like, so since there's no note of any therapy in here, here's what to expect. And it just followed this path of like resentment leading to burnout, leading to hating each other, leading to like, you know, what a lot of people don't realize in this, okay, well, I'll stay for the relationship is like you put yourself in this relationship survival mode where you're sacrificing all of your boundaries and your like self-worth things. So by the time you're actually on the other side of that, you're like, you can't trust your own, like, opinion. Mm-hmm. You can't, you have no confidence in yourself. You have no self-esteem. Well, and they're also, so, they're up, I mean, they're going to be up against some major things. Because she cheated multiple times. Yeah. So, there's always, there's already going to be hurt and anger there. Mm-hmm. And past trauma. Yeah. Um, that's not resolved. And now she is doing the same actions, but technically under an ethical framework. Yeah. Under a framework that she's no longer cheating. But he's still going to have that same trauma. Yeah. And the same responses. And the same responses. So so that's it, that's what they're running into. Like, she's surprised that he's having this reaction since they've I'm not talked about all that. at all. But, yeah. I'm not surprised at all. And that, in my opinion, is a sinking ship. Yeah. Like, y'all are trying to stay in a relationship that probably really isn't super healthy yeah and you're just trying to bail the boat out as long as you can yeah exactly exactly that's what i think i think the most telling parts were also the fact that she's our or well they i actually don't uh didn't get the gender of the person who was writing the post uh was exhausted so you're already in this like state where you're burning out so you actually can't really do anything productive in this state Am I wrong on that? No. When you're, I have not when experienced you're in it. burnout, you I when I'm in burnout, I can't function. Yeah. Like thinking logically and thinking clearly are not happening in burnout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, when I was at a level of burnout that was close to this, I felt like for the first time any decision I made, I felt nothing. Yeah. Like if I had decided in one of those moments of feeling burned out, like, oh my god, I really could leave this relationship, I could have just done it without feeling yeah. anything. Yeah. So, um, I think, like, because this is, you know, neither of you have been to therapy over this, um, you're gonna just put yourself in this situation where you will be lashing out on each other, you're gonna think you're making rules to fix it, but you're actually gonna start to try to make agreements which make, like, an equal with, how do I want to say this, like, okay, well, if I can't do this, then you can't do this type of rulemaking, you know? And that's not really to keep the relationship together. That's just to do this tit-for-tat thing, which is, like, hurting you both and exhausting you both. So... 
Um, I, I personally, my advice is that you got to not see each other anymore. I mean, this also goes back to you can't heal in the same place that you got hurt type thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think their best chance is to go to intensive therapy for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, in, like, I mean, yeah, like it's, I, I think you could stay together possibly, but unless you're both in intense therapy and I'm talking going once a week, once every other week for a mm-hmm. few months just to get everything into a, a safe a space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're just you're you're in a sinking ship yeah like agree it doesn't have to sink but you have to do some work and having rules instead of doing the work isn't saving you yeah like rules i think some people use as like a safety boat or like oh if we have enough rules i'm fine Mm -hmm. if we have enough rules i have control that's not the case Mm -hmm. and actually in this specific situation the person decided because of the outburst not to go to the event that they were invited to which caused it all and even admitted to feeling resentful about that yep so it's already so you see it's already happening you're not you're not ever going to land in a spot where like you're doing something and it's going to be the perfect answer and it's going to heal everything and now you guys can have the perfect relationship you know no so yeah, that one's that one. Listen one's, to our episode about letting go. Yeah, that one's a little gnarly. That one was hella gnarly. That one's nice. <laughs> uh, now you're up. You're up, Turbo. So I guess I'll do. I'll do a BDSM one, so we can kind of go back and forth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I will do. Okay, I'll do this one. This one's a little triggering for me. Ooh. Okay. So, um, I will read this, but I'll read it somewhat quickly. So. Hi everyone, typing this is an, typing this in an elevated state of anxiety, bear with me. I, female 20, have a dom, male 21, and I feel quite uneasy with some things. I don't have anyone in my life I feel I can talk to about this. I don't even live alone. I live with someone that I don't trust in the slightest, so that's not great. He has a lot of background and experience in BDSM. I have no practical experience, just a constant interest over the years. I'm pretty confident he knows what he's talking about. I'm very new to safeties and practices of BDSM. He has shown me a lot of things, how to be safe when playing, etc. We've had a lot of rough sex over the past three days. I have a dozen bruises as a result of it. We have this back and forth argument that I want it rough, but he's heavy handed. When I mention it to him, because some of the bruises are in quite painful places, he comes back with a few different responses. One minute he says he feels bad. Then he says I want it rough and tough. He checks in with me during scenes, asks me what color I am since we use the traffic light system, but sometimes I feel like he tries to push me to my limit without discussing with it first. I think he pushes me further than I can take it. We've been playing together for a while now, and I would hope he would know my limits by now. When our dynamic was first initiated, there were a few occasions when I didn't safe word when I needed to, so I understand his hesitancy and why he's so adamant about it. I've assured him I will safe word when I need to and have been doing so. He also admitted to losing control on a few occasions. He's hit me as hard as he could. He checks in with me and asks me how my cheek is. I can't tell how much of this is anxiety. My emotions are very heightened right now, especially since I've barely slept in days, but something really does not feel right. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah. You picked this one. (laughs) do you want to go first or (laughs) oh yeah i'll start oh like that there's a lot of red flags here okay so okay first of all glad you are at least doing the stoplight system Mm -hmm. that's great 
Um, glad that you're trying to learn about it and reach out. Mm-hmm. Glad you're checking in with yourself and responding to when something is kind of feeling yes. off, even though you're the person with less experience. But, okay, I'm about to, under no circumstance, I'm going to try not to rant. Under no circumstance should a dominant be losing control and hitting you as hard as he can. That is completely inappropriate and borderline, well, not borderline, it is assault. It is assault. If you've not agreed to that and you've not agreed to that type of play Mm -hmm. and to that extent, that is assault. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not saying you have to go press charges, but you could. Um, But... A responsible dominant who is adequately trained and knows about safety and has a handle on themselves um, would not do that. Mm-hmm. And that you, I would highly suggest suspending any sort of scening immediately. Yeah. Agreed. If he can't control himself and there's something going on with him, that happens. But for him to take it out on you or to lose control, um, especially it sounds like you're doing very heavy edge or impact play, absolutely fucking not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fucking not. No. Yeah. Um, I want to say that a person's, like, limits and desires are not up for interpretation. No. So even if I've said, like, yeah, I want it rough, like, don't, in- if- don't interpret without discussing with me if that means you're hardest. No. Well, and not only that, like a dominant, especially with impact play, a part of what they should be practicing is safe impact play. Like mm-hmm. how hard can I hit? How hard can I slap? Where can I slap? The fact that you also said he's hitting in very painful places mm-hmm. is a problem. There are so many places on the body you should not be hitting. And part of a dominant's job or a top's job or whatever you want to call yourself is to know safety around impact, mm-hmm. be it whips, chains, belts, paddles, your hand. Um, but like my partner's six foot three and he's a very strong person. If he were to hit me with all of his strength, he will break my bones. Yeah. Like, yeah, th- that is, exactly, that yeah. is assault. Like, yes. so you, Feeling like it's not okay is absolutely correct. Yeah. You should absolutely stop singing with that person immediately until they yes. seek either some help or some guidance. Um, that is not okay. No, no part of that is okay. I would also go ahead and get yourself in some therapy just for at least this instance because there's so much swirling around that it can really make you doubt yourself. And I would hate for you to walk away from this doubting yourself or feeling like you did something wrong as a submissive or anything like that. Like, I I do feel like with the saying about the losing control and then like mentioning, oh, but that's what you wanted. Those are very abusive and like not or those are very not safe uh, things yeah. that should be like. That would make me not want to scene with a person. Um, not knowing your limits after how long you guys have been seeing together. That for me also, like, what are Someone you doing? Someone going beyond my boundaries will yeah. immediately get you. I mean, first of all, if I'm tied up, probably don't want to let me up because I'm going to try to probably beat you to death if I can still walk. But that's a hard, like, I will never scene with you ever again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Y- 
do two seconds of reading on anything BDSM and the very first thing someone will say to tell you is about the trust between the people who are singing together and the utmost responsibility and care that needs to be taken by the people involved in the scene. Like, edge play can include blood play and, like, you know, knife play and things like that. So, yeah, this isn't really something to fuck around with or to have, like, an ego about and say, like, well, that's what you wanted or whatever, you know? Like, (laughs) I wish a motherfucker would. (laughs) I would... Mm, okay it's hard enough like and i will say like especially i'm somebody who walks in like scared you know like if i feel a person can overpower me so like i it sucks to know that there are situations that happen like that where it's like yeah and i just didn't know the difference it's like okay yeah lack of in this whole like i didn't know the difference or whatever like a lack of education on the dominance part is not an excuse and i would venture to say that you do know when you've lost control yeah I do. Like, I mean, a, a sane person, yeah. you know, knows. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, if, if I have ever... I, I think I've lost control maybe once or twice in my life, and I've been terrified of myself. Yeah. I, I noticed. You know? Like, it, it's you can notice when you're... Anyway, sorry. I'm just... Needless to say, absolutely not. And stop singing with this person immediately. Run, don't walk. Run. Yeah. Yeah. And take care yeah. of yourself. Ugh. Yeah, that one triggered. That one was a little triggery for me. Literally the extent of your BDSM, like, pain tolerance is (laughs) both mental and physical. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, anyway, I'm going to do this extremely triggering one, and it's going to be fine, and we're going to do it live. Yay. I love it here. (laughs) Okay, me next. (laughs) Me next. Me next. Me next. I got this from a discussion group. This was back to non-monogamy. I need some help. Recently, I started dating someone who goes by... Ooh, should I change the names? Yeah. Who goes by, um, uh, Blue. Uh, by everyone in their life they it's not their birth name they're not trans uh, they just choose to use a different name they're uh, the person who wrote the post my current partner refuses to call him by anything but his birth name I told him that's really disrespectful he thinks I'm being ridiculous so now I want to break up with him <laughs> I can't be with someone who doesn't even respect a person enough to call them by their chosen names much less so when it's a new potential partner problem is he's on to me I said I wanted to talk on the phone later he texted and said I could break up with him over text We've been together for four and a half months. Is it okay to do break? Is it okay to break up with him over text, or should I wait to do it over the phone, knowing he may spend all day anticipating it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I could break up with your ass over text. For me, say less. <laughs> Listen. Like, on, on one hand, here's my petty answer: do it over text. That's what he said. He asked. You know, like he said, you could. He gave you permission. So whenever we have this conversation about should you do it over text, should you do it in person, like nobody is ever talking about when somebody asks you to please do it over text. So there's one. Uh, Two, from another perspective, um, I feel like this is just inviting a fight if you don't do it over text. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it's four and a half months. For me, I th- I don't, I don't know. Well, okay, so for me, I work full time and that would be like us hanging out once a week. So, Same. <laughs> so it that. feels like at that point, I'm kind of like, okay, we're not really compatible. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, it, it, this person just to me sounds fairly immature. Yeah. Um, won't call someone the name they want, even if you like it or don't like it. It doesn't really matter. Like if you want me to call yeah. you Elmo, I'm going to call you Elmo. I might laugh while I do it, but that's your name. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then for them, like, I don't know. It. First of all, what a weird thing to, like, make a stance on. For him to say I could break up with you over text, like, he already knows. Yeah, he knows it's coming. He knows he clearly can't handle, like, yeah, just break up with him over text. Yeah. Easy. 
especially in this day and age, like if it's at all long distance or whatever, like it, I don't know. I, you know, I see you trying to, uh, you know, help his emotional state, which I think at that point you don't have to do no more. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know that honestly, I'm not saying be an emotional terrorist, but like, you know, if you want to send a I voice could. memo, okay. I would send a voice memo if you really feel like it needs to come as a voice something. I personally would not call this person. No, I'm not. That feels like a very gnarly interaction. Yeah. One yeah. where they probably are going to try a multitude of gaslighting and persuade. Like, yeah. They're already I just, mad. I just think that they're already giving you this, like, hey, I know you want to. Just do it. It's yeah. Like, okay. Also, that's such an immature way to go about it. You know, like, if that person was interested in keeping the relationship going, they probably would have been like, hey, I feel like something's off and I want to talk about it. Is there anything we can work on? Or just called that other person by the name they wanted. Also very easy. Like, if, if it's that big it of even, a deal, why, like, I don't know. How does it even work when you're that other person and you're just like, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just such a mean person and I just can't accept somebody else's boundaries and it just puts me off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I feel how like they're do you doing nice you, that? like, a nicety by showing you up front yeah. how they are and that, no. no. I would say for four and a half months, you're still in the getting to know each other period. So this was something that you got to know about them and it wasn't, you know... Yeah. Didn't jive. You can even say it like that without taking any sides or anything like that. No. Um, but yeah, that for me would be like, oh, you're really immature about this one thing that's super unattractive of you. You know, like. Yeah. That would, that would, I mean, that would be a deal killer for me up front. Yeah. For me, I'm like, oh, you're really going to think about that? Why? Who cares? I don't care what you want to be called. I, yeah, I don't. I might mess up your name if I've known you for a while. Like, it's going to take me a little while to learn it. But I'll call you whatever you want. But I will be actively working on it. Yeah. No, I will practice later with friends. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to mess it up. Too, but I'll do it, it. I don't care. Exactly. Call yourself daffodil. Oh. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Root. Long story short, do it over text. <laughs> it's fine. And feel guilt-free. And sleep like a baby that night. Yeah. And enjoy your fun time with your friend, Blue. And less toxic energy. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. Blue sounds much more accepting. So this one, this one's a little easier. Ooh, okay. So this one's a little oh, easier. Oh, I was very easy. <laughs> yeah, actually, that one was. Yeah, that one was. That was validation I needed to bring up. <laughs> um, so this one is question about chatting with doms you met online or on kink apps. And I feel like this comes up a good amount, and I feel like new people to BDSM have kind of these questions and don't know how to interact with mm-hmm. people, but... It's kind of why I wanted to pull this one. Not not super complicated, but just to get it out there. So, um, they want to know, how do you proceed? More specifically, how do you address them? Do you cap letters? Do you address them as sir? I find it natural to show respect and address them as sir. Am I overdoing it? I don't want to come across as I am blindly submitting, but I don't want to be disrespectful either. Is there a proper etiquette? Thanks in advance. Oh, cool. So, look... Okay, there's there's a few pitfalls in this one. Do you know yeah. kind of the pitfalls with the whole? Ooh, I, I like should write it down and we'll compare notes and see if we got them right. See. Um, so I, uh, I, oh my god, well this is like a pop quiz for me who's I been know, learning right? on the podcast. Um, you should not immediately default to honorifics. Correct, because you have to earn them. Uh, yes, and you also aren't going to know if people are comfortable with them. First of all, let's take this moment to proceed. Right. Yeah, so that's you know that's the big one is um. You know, first, honorifics don't... And honorifics are things like 
sir, master, uh, daddy. daddy. Um, daddy can be a really triggering one. Um, slave, uh, submiss, like don't, honorifics can be triggering. Um, honorifics amongst people in the lifestyle and BDSM definitely are something that you have to earn. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, if you're interacting with someone online or on a kink app, be yourself. Mm-hmm. Like move about how you would with anyone else. Like we're not, we're not different. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a higher standard for when we are looking at people on BDSM because we want to know that they're properly vetted and educated and, you know, going to be safe. Mm-hmm. But, you know, honestly, if someone comes in right away and they're like, call me sir, first of all, when I stop laughing, then we'll talk about it. Um, but I literally will laugh in your face if you try to apply honorifics right away. Like yes. I, I will. And trust me, I will see it. Because I'll be like, look at this fool. <laughs> like, I, I won't even respond to honorifics on TikTok or social media. Like, no one's allowed to use honorifics with me um, unless I've given you permission. Um, but honestly, like, just treat me like a normal human. Treat them like a normal human. That's kind of the vibe I get is, like, approach them as you'd approach anybody. Yeah. And then, like, if there's normal like friend chemistry can even maybe go from there or if there's any sort of like dating chemistry can go from there but like it feels to me that it has to be discussed first yeah and I mean the only thing that I in my mind that really changes when I'm talking to someone who is in the lifestyle of BDSM is I just have different vetting questions so Mm -hmm. like you know if I'm on you know bumble or something talking to someone who's a little bit more vanilla I am probably not going to ask all the vetting questions that I would if I'm trying to find like a scene partner and actually even the people I date on bumble and hinge I'm going to ask a lot of vetting questions just because kink is so prominent in my life Mm -hmm. but um you know the the big thing is just be you know kind of what questions you need to ask Mm -hmm. um Know your limits. Know your limits, but you have to ask vetting questions. Do Mm -hmm. not be intimidated by them because they Mm -hmm. put a title next to their name of dominant or sir or master or Mm -hmm. handler or whatever. Mm -hmm. Primal. Those are all just titles. Yes. They are human at the core of it. Don't get lost or swept up in those titles. Yes. Don't. And if they ask you to call them something and it's too soon, that's a red flag in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. I mean, we're always talking about how big the trust is in this sort of dynamic. So it's like, you can't have that right off the bat with somebody. You know, if I'm going to trust somebody to be like dealing pain or to be receiving pain from me, like I can't just start there. No. That's dangerous. Even my FET profile on there says, if you try to be disrespectful or apply honorifics, I will hand you your ass and I absolutely will. Mm -hmm. Like you will learn real fast that a submissive is not submissive 24-7. Mm-hmm. Hashtag said what she said. Hashtag did say what she did say. So yeah, treat them normal. Be yeah, normal. And don't start with sir. No. no. Or daddy. Please. Or daddy. Da- daddy, I actually will trigger people more often than mm-hmm. I think the other ones for the most part that I've seen. Did you want to bounce back or did you want to read that one? Um, either way. Having marks from multiple partners? I saw the multiple partners and I thought for a second that it was back to another polyamory one. And I was no, like, wow, is, I really did all the poly. This and you is really the one did that's all the kind of the mix. Oh, that's so even. How beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, having marks from multiple partners. Hello, longtime lurker, first time poster. I'm currently seeing a dom and it's going great. We do a lot of impact stuff. 
sorry, especially the cane, and it leaves marks that can last up to three weeks. But it's an open thing, and I want to see other people. But I'm worried about how they might feel about the marks. So I'm wondering if anyone has any advice on this. Have subs had this issue? Have any doms been with subs that are still marked from someone else? How do you feel about it? Thanks. How do you feel about it? This has come up with you, yeah? Yeah, this has come up with me. Yeah. What was it? Um, how would you feel about sharing your experience? Or do you want to go straight to your advice? No, I can definitely share. So, obviously, you have an anchor partner mm-hmm. who is heavily into primal play, mm-hmm. uh, which primal play involves, tends to involve a lot more biting, a lot more physicalness. Um, so, I'm usually, I don't know that you can see any right now because they're fading. Or you can see a few there. But I usually... Wow, Jay didn't prep us for this episode. No, rude. Ouch. Um, I usually have marks in various places. Um, So in the beginning, we definitely had some interesting emotions. Jay would definitely have some interesting emotions when I came home with marks. Mm -hmm. Um, This was probably close to four or five years ago. When he was still going through some of his abandonment and fear of abandonment issues. Um, So, honestly, that really is what it tied back to. Yeah. I will say when I was in a, um, when I was married, it, like, seeing marks on me for the first time caused, like, some jealousy. And, but I think ultimately we weren't comfortable in that arrangement together. So, you know, if you're kind of, like, feeling like your partner's uncomfortable about it, you may have to go through some of that, like... Emotional management? You know, I think also the thing to keep in mind is, like, as a woman having a male partner, um, when they see marks on you from other people, for the most part, most of their life, that means that someone has hurt you and they need to go beat the shit out of them. Yes. So, also, there was also an understanding of, like, you know, there has to be some mind shift around that. There has to be some mental mind framing that needs to change. Mm -hmm. Um, but second, the understanding that like these marks don't make you dirty or, uh, less attractive to your partner. Like there's also a huge, uh, mental mindset sometimes in these dynamics where it's like, oh, well, you've been someone else. I need you to go shower first or, oh, you have marks. So you've been, you know, defiled, like, you know, defiled, defiled, defiled. In this house of, <laughs> in this holy pure, pure place. What do we call in the last house of house of ill repute? Uh, uh, house of ill fame. House of ill fame. Yes. Have you made this house of healthy fame <laughs> into fame. a house of ill fame? No. So I think there's a few things, um, but I think a lot of it is talking about it. Um, my partner knows how much joy I get out of having marks and I really do like having marks like if I don't have marks I will ask him like when are you gonna do it again like it's for me I really like it I've also joked about like giving her marks in case she needs someone be like just kidding just over like, and over and just flicking the same spot <laughs> that's what friends are for Jesus you ever need marks and you're not getting them from see this here just teeny tiny flicks maybe while you flirt with her teeny tiny flicks oh I'm like sorry I'm kind of busy right now guys you're like she's super busy so can this feel gnarly yes Mm-hmm. Um, on the reverse, I've also seen Jay, <laughs> sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Um, I've seen Jay with marks, not because he wanted them. Okay. It was non-consensual marking. It was non-consensual marking. Um, the story around it was just. Yeah. She a little. Um, I don't know that she understood the assignment. Um, she was like, oh, it's abusive. Especially when she slapped him. 
Hey, that's a very Sorry. sacred privilege that not everybody gets. I cannot even. I can't imagine. Yeah. Anyways, he's six foot three, and I cannot imagine slapping him. For me, when I think about that consent. story, I just imagine her on his back, just like scratching like up a cat. His- yeah. Yay, yay. Um. <laughs> So I've seen marks on him, and at first it did give me a little pause of like, okay, there's actual evidence that he has been with someone else, mm-hmm. and but at the same time, like, I don't, you know, he I gets was... marks from working out, or he gets mm-hmm. bruises from Muay Thai. True. Like, I can't; those bruises aren't any different. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, he's getting both of them for things that he enjoys. So why should I give a shit where Ooh. he gets them from? Check your jealousy. I mean, he did say someone him in the nose last night, which I did slightly enjoy. <gasps> oh, wish I could have heard that. <laughs> he was like, if I hit the nose, you should feel bad for me. And they're like, um, oh, what? I do. Hmm. So sad. Um, as far as if you want the marks to go away faster, though, don't forget Arnica. There's like a few things that you can use. Arnica mm-hmm. tabs. I use Arnica gel. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if you just want them to fade a little bit, cause I, I love marks, but there are some, if they get too deep and that blood won't go away, um, using Arnica or just massaging the bruises. So that blood kind of breaks up some. Mm-hmm. Nice. What about, um, you can also make a boundary over where you want bruises on your body. If you're worried about showing up to work with, uh, bruises visible. I used to do that. I mm-hmm. don't do that anymore. So I used to have, put it right here. I used to have on like collarbone down. Mm -hmm. Um, And then during swimsuit season, I would have like nothing showing where my swimsuit would be. Now I don't fucking care. So, you know, neck, collar, whatever, thighs, stomach, I don't care. Have at it. Um, Nice. But, you know, you're allowed to set boundaries if you don't want them on your neck or if you don't, you know, whatever. Also, uh, what I think is great advice is approaching it with a bit of humor. If you have multiple partners, I'll be like, right titty is your marking grounds. Left titty is your marking grounds. Do not cross these paths, you know? <laughs> Just draw a or line. Or else there will be a war. <laughs> so, you know, you could have fun with it, too. I mean, I personally like, you know, to be able to joke about things like that, even if we are kind of struggling with them. Like, of course, like, have it, you know, addressing things that need the mental and emotional support but to be able to move to a place where you can kind of like joke about it yeah is, that's what I prefer. you gotta have some fun with it like really there are do. gonna be points of uncomfortable with any of this especially in like where the two bdsm and poly crossover mm-hmm. there's gonna be points of uncomfortable you just kind of have to laugh yeah. like humor is your best friend when jk home with all the marks from the cat encounter basically as i call it like i had a moment of like what the fuck but then when i saw them all we were showering i could not stop laughing howling laughing like I, it was probably slightly inappropriate because they like she didn't ask for consent yeah but still Shame. if you saw him versus her like he's six foot three and fairly big i would say so yeah and she was not so i don't know where she got this gumption to like go attack him some short girls be like that she bit the fuck they out think of him. like i'm short yeah i'm stronger she climbed him like a fucking cat tree she she's the cat that got stuck in the tree and then she started freaking out and scratching. i still don't know how she had the balls to do that like i've never once ever considered slapping one of my scene partners i mean wow. and they're usually he's bigger than me all my scene partners have been bigger than me by at least six to eight inches taller and usually 50 pounds or more heavier that's not true you have with consent feels great with it was consent. at a dinner table and it was with consent of course and it was the highest adrenaline rush i've ever felt in my life i think it was over nachos it was <laughs> but ah so yeah just it's okay to laugh through some of this and it's gonna feel gnarly sometimes just talk about it yeah and, always know. be talking about it 
find ways to laugh about it. Be open to learning. Be open to being wrong. And it becomes normal after a while. Like, now Jay doesn't even think twice about me having bruises from other people. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't. And he actually kind of likes it, I think, now, seeing it. Wow, nice. For me, I'm always like, oh, my God. You go get it. Look at you. You got it, girl. I hope it was good. (laughs) Lately, it probably wasn't. (laughs) That's why I got to keep my affliction (laughs) strong. I got you, girl. I got you. I'm gonna help her. I'm gonna help her you with your flirting, and you can help me with the bruising. Yes, perfect match. Killing it. I think Hi, that's it. How yeah. Are, how are you doing? This is me flirting now. That's you Hello. flirting. Hi. Oh my god, no. that probably that last one do for sure. Hi. No. Hello. No. <laughs> oh. Hi. Is that? What was that? Is that your man voice? Um. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Maybe y'all should come to the munch just to watch. No. Why? I don't know. No, I can't say hi normally. Do you know where we were talking about this whole, like, how to talk with doms? We should have that same conversation when it comes to flirting. Oh, my God. Can I say something? (laughs) (laughs) Just... Um, hey guys, if you just can't get enough of this show, consider subscribing to our YouTube channel. Um, you hit the bell notification, you get a little happy notification once a week that lets you know when our episodes have come out and are fresh off the presses. Um, <laughs> join our Facebook group, dudes. We have such a fun time in there. We got polls. We're talking. We're doing selfies. We We're doing intros. We're doing memes. Um, you can also support us by joining our Patreon or buying us some coffee. But if you join our Patreon, you get some cool stuff and stuff and things. So, um, good yes. We're on Instagram. You should definitely, you should definitely follow us there. Thank you. Fix your, fix your hair. Oh, sorry, that's a lot. Christ. Um, we got stories, stories galores, and we got. <laughs> and we got... Can you tell? We've been and we working? got posts. Can you tell we've been working long hours. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Um, we only did one eviction today. And you, and, 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 you should leave us a five-star review. On Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts. Woo! And you should subscribe on Anchor. Boom. I think I did them all. Did you? Yeah. Okay. And you fixed your Wow. The bun is, like, the episode's over. Stop recording. (laughs) Okay, we good? We're good. Bye.